What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. The good old Investopedia has a definition for us. According to them, the cap rate is defined as the most popular measure through which a real estate investment are assessed for their profitability and return on potential. So it's calculated of how much money we're getting back in our pockets from the investment, right? Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. It's the top of our new week at one of our favorite places to be with our Cashflow Multipliers team. Welcome back, guys. We're thrilled you're here. Yes, it's truly one of our favorite parts of the week. Nan, can you believe we're already nearing summer? Honestly, it's freaking me out seeing all these forals and summer menus, but I'm not hating this warmer weather, right? And you know what's the best part of summer is? Vacations! And we're a little later in the year now, and we already know that, like you, we've already had the summer plan locked and loaded. I'm so excited about the trips we have planned coming up this year. One of the biggest reasons we love what we do is simply the pleasure of packing our bags any time of year and enjoying our money working for us while we're chilling in the Maldives, Dubai, or even Greece. And as much as we love traveling, what we can't stand is being unprepared. Anyone who have ever been to a country, a foreign country, that they have that kind of, you'll have that kind of plain struggle and perhaps awkward encounters of not knowing the language. All of a sudden, trying to get directions become a flurry of open translating apps on your phone. Lots of hand gestures. It's so true. Been there, done that. Nan, do you remember the time we took a road trip in Japan? Yes. So guys, like for those who don't know, this is what happened. I booked a car and I thought, hey, it, I'll book GPS because like we want to make sure that it has the connection and stuff like that. Um, data plan so that it works because we're driving in rural Japan during like the winter because we were snowboarding. And so what happened was we got in the car. I think it was like 2 a.m. and we arrived. <laughs> was the island Osaka? No, no. it was Hokkaido. Sapporo. Yeah, Sapporo. Hokkaido. Hokkaido island, the island. And the city is Sapporo. Got there like 2 a.m. Super sleepy from the thing. Blizzard. Blizzard. Happening, <laughs> happening outside. Like serious snow flurry. Like looks like Star Wars. Got in the car. Turn on the engine. Looked at the display. Oh my gosh, it's all in Japanese. How are we going to get directions in Japanese? We don't even know how to type the address. Yes, it was so that's a little it. challenging at that time. And you know what else can feel like that, Palm? Hmm. Starting out in apartment investing. Everyone around you knows the terms, the vocabularies, and inside lingo. And you're sitting there thinking, if you ever going to make it in this business, much less learn the language. It's not Greek speak, it's geek speak. <laughs> Hi, we're geeks here. And we get it. Starting out in multifamily Real estate investing can be incredibly overwhelming, but here's a pro tip for you. Taking the time to understand a few keywords and concepts at a deeper level in this space will set you up for success in long run. If you haven't already, we highly recommend you check out episode 17 of the Cashflow Multipliers podcast. 
the nine numbers you need to know. There we break down the nine crucial numbers to start your passive journey in apartment syndication. And one of the numbers we went over was the capitalization rate. The capitalization rate, aka cap rate for short, is one of those terms. And as the kids are saying these days, no cap. What does that mean? Well, man, <laughs> according to my TikTok binging, I'm oh. pretty sure it means something like telling the truth. Like, hey, Nan, you look really good today. No cap. Well, thanks. I think, I guess in some ways, we're still learning new lingo here. All the time. <laughs> so the cap rate we're talking about is often referred to as the gold standard by commercial real estate investors as a way to tell if a high low, on a high level if the property or the investment property is a good one. There's a lot of information packed into this one number. The best way to break down this number is through simple math that can be done on the back of what we call cocktail napkin that will give you a quick snapshot evaluation of an investment property. And it does not come with a cocktail shrimp. <laughs> you wish it would. But I think a lot of us remember the simple math formula from high school, right, Nan? Like uh? <laughs> MX plus B equals Y. Uh-huh. So simple in theory <laughs> as they're just variables and just letters in the alphabet. However, they can quickly escalate to being very complicated math formulas that leaves us with all those like nighters cramming for a test. Similar so is to, you know, cap rate. A simple formula, but understanding the nuance of this term, it what makes it complex and at time overwhelming. And thankfully, our long nights are way behind us. The good news is that as a passive investor, it's not your job to get into the weeds of the formula itself involving the cap rate. You can leave those nuances to us, the general partners. When you tune into a webinar, we break down the numbers and show you the end results. Call us the Hulk because we're doing nothing but crunching number over here. Of course, we know you're totally capable of knowing and learning the numbers yourself so you can invest confidently. Early in our apartment investing journey, it took us some time to really understand how and when to use the cap rate analysis and why it can be a powerful way in determining the future value and the, ultimately the return on investment. Yep. So our goal for today's episode is simple. Help you understand the cap rate, how it's used, and evaluate your apartment investing game. No cap. Okay, let's go. All right, let's get our hands dirty with the nitty-gritty of what a cap rate is, right, Palm? Mm-hmm. The first step is knowing what it is and how to calculate it. And believe it or not, there's actually a few definitions and calculation. So bust out your notes, guys. <laughs> So the Godo Investopedia has a definition for us. According to them, the cap rate is defined as the most popular measure through which a real estate investment are assessed for their profitability and return on potential. So it's calculated of how much money we're getting back in our pockets from the investment, right? Essentially, the cap rate indicates the financial return that the asset will bring in each year for a per in a percentage form, not a dollar amount. The cap rate will determine how much you can expect return to receive back yearly in rental income or profit from every dollar you put into the property to, to invest in it. It's a snapshot of the property's potential, indicating both the quality of the investment and assumed risk. I'm starting to think of this as a story, like highlight feature on Instagram. Everyone's potential and good side is on display for all to see. Kind of, but the cap rate also shows the side many people don't see on Instagram. The risk and not so shiny parts of, you know, people's investment should worst case scenario occurrence happen. God forbid, obviously, but at least it's calculated in the cap rate. Okay, so how do we cal calculate this percentage? In previous episodes, we told you the cap rate is determined by the NOI. Pop quiz, <laughs> can you remember what NOI stands for? If you said net operating income, a big kitty congrats. Yay. Yay. 
So the cap rate is determined by the NOI and dividing it by the value of the asset. In some cases, this value is what you pay for, like for the property. In other words, like in others, if you plan on selling for it, right? For reference, your NOI is all of the revenue from a property minus well necessary operating expense. So net operating income, NOI equals total income minus operating expenses. Yep. Another way to look at it is cap rate equals NOI divided by property value. And note here, debt service or the mortgage payment for a property is not included in the NOI calculation because in the accounting world, it's considered below the line and therefore not used to calculate the cap rate. But isn't your mortgage payment an expense, you say? Well, yes, but loan varies from property to properties and investors to investors. Therefore, it wouldn't be really a consistent calculation that we can use. So we typically don't include debt service in the consideration. Otherwise, it would totally skew the cap rate. In this case, we approach defining the property value number as what we paid in cash. Like we said, the formula is simple, but the math varies. Let's take a look at an example here. Perfect. So assume that you purchase a 200-unit apartment at $20 million. The current NOI, total income minus operating expenses, let's say is $1 million. So NOI is a million dollars. Based on the formula, we divide this by the property value, which is 20 million, and that equals the cap rate. So we can do it again. 1 million divided by 20 million, which is the purchase price or property value, equals 0.05 or 5% cap. Yep. If these numbers are swimming in your heads as we're saying them, no fear. Be sure to check out the notes on our website, thekittysisters.com slash podcast to see a better breakdown. Okay, so a lot of times people ask us, Palm Nan, so what makes a good cap rate? All this talk about cap rates and calculations, Nan, so how do we determine if it's a good, if it's cap rate is a good one? Well, the short answer here is it all depends on how you are using a cap rate. For example, if you're selling a property, then the lower cap rate the higher profit the sales would be, right? And when you're buying, you will want to have the highest possible cap rate. Think of it as a golf score. The lower your score, the better it is. Okay, that totally makes sense. I love golf. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about some red flag for a second. Yeah, you know I'm terrible at spotting them. You mean in people? Uh, Definitely, I agree (laughs) with that. But what about lower cap rates? Ah, I see where you're going with this. You mean in regards to an entry cap rate? Exactly. So entry cap rates are also called going in cap rate or initial yield. And it's the best way for an investor to evaluate if the asking price is within reason. This is where the red flag comes in. A low cap rate percentage could indicate several red flags, specifically an asking price that is too high for the given market. The cap rate is the only one part of the metric we use to, you know, evaluate the property. For instance, a lower cap rate, and we're talking about anything under 3%, could also indicate that a property is under-rented and therefore yielding a lower NOI. Now, while we want the highest possible cap rate when we buy, for us, the Kitty Sisters, this isn't the only metric we're looking at. Ideally, we want to buy in markets with slightly above national cap rate averages. However, given the consensus among the top real estate expert that in hot market such as Dallas, Fort Worth, Phoenix, Arizona, Atlanta, Georgia, or even Houston, etc., all the markets we love, by the way, <laughs> the cap rate will continue to compress, which means it will continue to go down in the next few years. Think Toledo, Ohio versus Phoenix, Arizona for a second. Phoenix will, gener- will generally be, will have a substantially lower cap rate, 
but it also will have a much more um, significant upside as well on the yield and overall performance and of course the return. So Nan, let's go back to the original example that we talked about earlier. Sounds good to me. So guys, the previous example, we said a $20 million purchase that has an NOI of, let's say this case, in this case, $500,000, instead of $1 million, like the early example, the cap rate drops from 5% to 2.5%. That's half of the net operating income there. From a million, it's only 500000 yeah. So you can see how a 2.5% can be an indicator that the NOI is pretty low compared to the property price. Um, and under market rent offers room for increased rent growth, right? So if the cap rate is the only metric we focus on, then we would conclude that this property doesn't have any upside. But this is the nuances that less experienced general partners may overlook. However, because we understand the full picture, we realize that the property is significantly underperforming, which means there's a huge upside for us. Just like Palm said, guys, a value-added property may have a lower cap rate as there is an opportunity to increase the property value or your NOI with the right renovations. On the other hand, a stabilized property with little to no upside potential will typically yield a higher cap rate percentage. We get it. It's a tough choice, right, Palm? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. There are pros and cons to both sides and it's difficult to know which choices is right. Hey, we didn't choose this cap life. It shows us. <laughs> so here's a key thing to remember as well. The cap rate is still market specific and can vary deal by deal. And it doesn't necessarily indicate that if a deal is really a good deal or a bad deal on its own in a vacuum. So if you skim the surface without understanding why you're getting the number. So Palm, what would you say about trying to understand that number? I say it really is dependent on your strategy and what kind of opportunity you're looking for as an investor. We'll give you a real life example. So recently- that. And like, as you recall, in Dallas-Fort Worth, Class B assets are trading at three to four cap rate right now, right? Yep. So again, this doesn't mean it's a bad investment. This is that means that this type of investment may be appealing to you if you like predictable assets with good return in a historically strong rental market. Plus, everything's bigger in Texas. Not no just, kidding. <laughs> not just their NOIs. <laughs> yep. Bigger doesn't necessarily always mean better. But however... Now that you know the basic, let's look at how cap rate equation can be flipped around to answer different questions. For example, if you know the cap rate market in particular area is 6% for the asset class you're looking at, you could move the number around to determine a reasonable offer on a desired property. Yeah, making the numbers work for you. I like that. Yep. So let's go back to our original example of a property with $1 million in NOI, right? Knowing that the market cap rate is 6%, divided the NOI by 6% market cap rate to determine your offer. Adjust accordingly based on the current market cap rate specific to the property asset class. So that's $1 million divided by 0 0.06. What is it, Palm? My cookie data cruncher. So this is a cool number. $16,666,666.70. Phew, that's like <laughs> almost $17 million. Varying factors can significantly change the capitalization rate including rental income, vacancy rate, current expenses related to the property, market valuation, and value-add potential. That's a lot of things to consider. And dare we say, homework to do with your team to measure if the investment is worth your time and resources. As investor, understanding that the cap rate could like indicate a variety of different scenarios is your job to dig deeper to find it if the property is worth your time, energy, effort, and how you could increase your return on investment. So Nan, 
Another example, going back to our original like scenario, let's assume that we complete a set of value add and projects on the property that increases rents as the result. So for all of you that remember from last week's podcast that we're like putting in a renovation on a class B property and uplifting the value in the neighborhood. The projects allow you to increase your NOI from $1 million to $1.2 million annually, and the market cap rate is still 5%. Remember, we're going back to the original sample where we found our cap rate from this property to be 5% because NOI was a million and the purchase price was 20 million, right, Nan? Yep. Using this new NOI and the same cap rate, you can increase the property value to $24 million, which is 20% increase or $4 million more from the original purchase price just by rolling up your sleeve and channeling your inner Jonas gains. Or hire yourself. You <laughs> dream big around here. So what's the math? I mean, what's the math on that? Glad you asked. So 1.2 million, which is the new NOI, divided by the cap rate, which is 0.05%, equals 24 million. 4 million greater than the original 20 million purchase price. Voila! So mind-blowingly <laughs> huge. So if you ever wonder how apartment syndicates are getting those 80 to 100% return on investments in five years, the magic is in the cap rate. Definitely a new spin on pulling a rabbit out of your hat, right? Or your cap in this case. <laughs> you can see how just an annual $200,000 increase in NOI resulted in $4 million increase in the value of the property and how leveraging debt to your advantage allows you to maximize your returns. It also why it's so critical and crucial to know your market cap rate when you're doing these kind of calculations. Okay, so we talked a lot about entry cap rate. But we didn't forget to explain to you the exit plan, aka the exit cap. Now, why don't we break down a little bit more in detail for us? Sure. Exit cap rate is used to calculate the future price of a property based on its expected NOI at the end of the investor holding period or at the time of sale. So when you're ready to put up the for sale sign and see how much you're really making? Yep. Exactly. The exit cap rate is used to get a rough estimate of the future value because truthfully, no one really knows what the cap rate is until the property is about to be sold. At the Kitty Sister, we always underwrite conservatively, so we'll add at least 0.5 or more basis point to the entry cap rate to determine the exit cap rate. So while we believe the market will be stronger in the future, in order to hedge against any slowdown in the economy, we always assume a higher cap exit cap rate than the entry. Yes, yes, yes. What we're doing here is we're just managing expectation in case anything were to go wrong or we didn't expect the return we were anticipating. This helps us to not let your our hopes get too high, but oftentimes they do work in our favor. Our prospective buyer may use a projected exit cap rate to determine future capital gains on the asset. Estimating the future cap rate on a specific property is a delicate and highly technical task, right, Palm? Would you say? Yes. The estimate should be done using analysis and historical cap rates at the market and property type level. So we'll end with this, guys. Depending on your role in apartment syndication world, understanding the cap rate, how it works, and what to expect will either be the most important thing or really not that big of a deal, right? Right. So when you're a GP in an advantageous position to negotiate the purchase price, increase, increase profits, and collect future profits upon sale, this information will be given to the passive investors as a great investment opportunity. And on the flip side, for you passive investor, if your head is spinning after all these formulas and calculation here, <laughs> sorry, take a deep breath and exhale slowly. Leave these two GPs 
It's time to learn these concepts, just like learning Greek. We love you guys and can't wait to be back on Thursday with more goodies and all things apartment syndication tips and tricks. Check out the show notes at thekittysisters.com slash podcast for free resources and downloadables. And don't forget to check us out on Instagram at thekittysisters. Talk soon. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. Podcast.